handle the truth. I'm Jim Price with Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is December 12th. It's a Tuesday, 2023. I forgot something here. Hold on. Hey, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing, right? Um, anyway, so guys, uh, I was... Uh, I, I, okay, I know that I have not talked about the... Oh, China's going to hack us and... We're all going to die because the computers don't turn on anymore. And I know about all the other Zelensky's in D.C. And who, you know, obviously that's just all pandering and this is all pomp, you know, pomp and circumstance of things. And they're going to do it because you guys don't care. You guys don't stand up. You don't, you don't do a thing about it. So I know all about this. And, I, and again, this is stuff that... Ooh, it's cockapi. Um, I know this is stuff that you guys understand and see and all those things. But yet, at the same time, I, I don't know if it really makes a difference if I go and I drill it all down for you. Uh, Alex Jones is on Twitter. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, Oprah Winfrey just got stood up on an interview where the lady says, I'm not an African-American. I am a American. And she's like, oh, you're going to make Twitter blow up. And... So anyway, uh, the sad part of this is, is that we've, I, I know all the shiny objects of things. I get all that stuff. And I, and I appreciate that there's a lot of people who have, an, a, you know, obviously a definite opinion uh, about all those things. Congratulations. Uh, They're all very silly. Uh, we're still over there trying to beat the socks off of everybody in Israel. And we're still got people out here dividing us and saying, if you are, uh, this or that, or if you say anything negative or this or that, but then you got people out there who truly are, you know, just trying to kill Jews. I mean, I get it. And it's not something new. If I remember right, there's Afghanis and, um, you know, uh, Somalis and Iraqis and Iranians that really do want to kill us. And, I don't think I'm that bad of a guy. I don't think you guys are probably that, you know, bad of people. I don't think that, you know, that that's the kind of crowd I draw. I hope not. But um, at the same time, uh, this is a a thing, right? we got to talk about this. Uh, John Kennedy says, uh, Leave the World Behind was an Obama production showing us uh, what the failed deep state had planned for us. Well, yeah, this is all part of it, but what I don't understand is why I got so many conservatives running out there and paying for this or paying attention to this because you know what? The Obamas are profiting off of everybody over here clickbaiting the crap out of that. And yes, I've seen the part of the, the show where it says that you can't trust black people. Even mom says you can't, or not black people, white people. You can't trust white people. Even mom says you can't trust, trust white people. I mean, this is, a, this is what we're doing, right? This is the seeds we're planting. This is the discourse they, they want. And I don't want to spend my time doing that. I don't want to spend time talking about, you know, all these different, you know, oh, we've got another jet plane that we went missing or, you know, I don't, it's okay. 
Hey, there's a lot of things out there that we could talk about. But I think sometimes we get to, uh, we, it's like maybe we want things to be discord. We want things to be, you know, and we want to dig on this, we want to dig on that, but it's the same old recycled story. And I want you guys to understand that when you put intention or attention, when you pay attention, when you're paying attention, you see what I'm, what I'm doing there with that word? You're paying attention to the Obamas, to the Zelenskys, to the Israelis. It's not that I want you to live life with blinders. I want you to educate people to what is really going on. Don't go say, oh, well, I'm just not going to talk about it then, Jimmy. You're not talking about it, I'm not talking about it. That's not the point. I definitely talk about it when I'm talking to other people, and I definitely push back and talk about the establishment narrative and what they're trying to do and the things they're trying to blah, 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 right? But see, that's I, I'm putting that effort in there because it's necessary to do that in those conversations. But on this part here, I mean, we've got other things. I, I just happen to have... Um, an interaction with the one of the individuals who puts those cameras in those zones across America. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about this thing, and it's actually just as bad as I thought, but probably even worse already. And it's giving people that who do not have the municipal or any type of jurisdictional power, power, just because they want to put the system in. That's the part where I don't think you guys really get that this is really, really out of control. Uh, we're talking HOAs. We're talking about uh, your Simon's properties, your mall properties. We're talking about apartment complexes, neighborhoods, regions, areas. Um, it's a real thing. And this company is making a ton of money at this right now and so i'm just saying right now it's uh, it's one of those things where we have to pay attention to this and i'm going to tell you about that more here was we go, we go down through this litany of things in the news like and I, don't, I don't want to play that i'm not hearing all the things that are going on that that oh tucker carlson started the tucker carlson network i mean that's really to me tucker that was really unimaginative i mean i don't know how far you thought on that, I mean, the Jim Price show, I get it. You're also the Tucker Carlson show. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, Tucker, why aren't you going out and bringing, or going out and joining the blaze with Glenn Beck or bringing in, uh, you know, different people who really do align with you and then truly creating that? Um, I get that you're a lone, you know, gunman now out there doing your job, and you're you're amazing at those things. And I get it. Hey, congratulations! You got plenty of money. Uh, you're not hurting, and you, I, I get it. I, I'm not faulting you for it. Though. And if, for you to stand up a a network, not a big deal. But I wonder if the effort and the time and those kind of things of duplicating and duplicating and duplicating and duplicating, because we all can't be. I mean, I, I don't want to be the Jim Price show by myself. I think that we're better together. I, I think we're better when we work together and when we do things together and we, we're reaching out to each other and we're doing those things for each other. 
And I do believe that there's cross-pollination in shows. I do believe that there's a lot of wisdom that can be shared. And one person's purview or, or one more person's ideas, you know, make, may spur someone else's to actually expand that thought and even find out even more and create greater understanding. I mean, I don't know why I feel like I'm uh, trying to invent something that, to me, should be natural in all of us. So, yeah, Tucker Carlson's doing his thing. Congratulations. Go for it, dude. I kill it. I mean, that's awesome. But then we got things out there that continue to go on, like the U.S. economy. And this is one thing I did notice today. Uh, I had go. I was at the grocery store. And I really don't like going there because I really look at almost everything on the shelf and I'm like, these, all these things are trying to kill me. All these things on the shelf that I do like eating for whatever reason, but they destroy my body, so I'm not really sure why I want to eat them. But, you know, I miss the, the Oreos of the day, right? You know, when I thought it was just a cocoa cookie with uh, some sugar and some vanilla in the middle. I mean, I get it. I thought it was just simple that way, I and mean, it's not. It's a lot more nefarious. You know, I, I those days have gone by where I looked at all these things, but one thing I noticed, and I don't know if they're actually taking this into consideration, that people's food bill may not be as large right now because people are buying smaller portions. And I think that this is a real... Um, kind of a gut punch to the, the society that I know that says, by the way, uh, we're gonna we're just gonna sell you a smaller package. <laughs> that way it's just the same price. See what we did there? You're not you're not spending more. You're just getting a lot less. Okay, yeah. Alright. See this is the part where this is the part where I don't think we quite always get it that they manipulate us, and we adapt, and then we overcome, and we adapt, and we overcome. This inflation thing, did you know this inflation thing is only dragging out what is considered to be the end of the dollar? This is because they are able to create inflation, or we are, you know, by the way, they've blamed it on us now. We created inflammation. Inflation, well, yeah, inflammation it is. It's swelling of uh, uh, toxicity in our tissues, right? I'm just wondering if we, uh, we, we're just, we really are to blame. I mean, we really have kind of, we have kind of created this for ourselves. We've created something that if we just stop going to this system and we walk away with our money and we do it in real time, imagine, imagine that. What we could actually walk away from their economy and create our own and be self-reliant, but it takes courage. It takes the ability to have that, you know, stick to Do you have the grit to escape? Are you willing to be the guy in Shawshank Redemption and probably one of the, the better cinematic? There's, they could have kept the, the rape scene out of there, I guess, but I, it was what they wanted to do. But... Um, are you willing to crawl through, you know, two miles of sewage for your freedom? 
Are you willing to take that effort? Are you willing to be, you know, just a little bit sacrificial in your in your life? And I don't know if I can get some people to change the pattern and how they drive to work each day. I don't know if I can get people to change which hand they brush their teeth with. But I want you to use a different style or a different method of commerce and think of things differently outside of their system so you don't have to fall prey to their inflationary you know, games here. But because we keep consuming, because we keep going on and we keep adapting and overcoming, because America just kind of, America's just, we've kind of been, we've kind of been kind of tuned this way. We can be kind of pushed this way. This is why it won't stop. And will it take 10 days of darkness without the internet or without power or whatever? Will that be the 10-day purge uh, when things get purged and things happen that we had no way of knowing, no way of communicating in the right ways or this or that? So people lost structures and lives because of those things? Are we going to shelter in place because the internet's out? Because we can't go do anything? Because, you know, without the internet, I can't drive my Tesla. By the way, guys, I, I don't think we all understand that we have really played into their hands so well. We are big fans of Elon Musk, which drives his cost of his stock exponentially higher in Tesla. And I don't think we all get the idea that this is really what we're all, we all should be fighting back against, but we're all running towards it. This is a thing that you really ought to think about. I mean, Elon Musk, I've got the star, uh, the star, uh, whatever you call it, the Starlink satellite, okay? I have that on the house because I wanted to see if it was something I could get away from Cox with because Cox Internet is really expensive. But it looks like that I am in, I'm going to be trying to get away from Cox but if I go to Starlink, it's really the exact same price. And I don't know if it's really going to be, because if I have to move my services up to match what I can do in upload speed to do this show live, and see, that's another thing. I do this show live in 4K. I do this so other people can see this and, and it's able to be redistributed. And um, so it's because I have the TV show that I do later, right? So... This is a problem for me. So I like to put it out in 4K. Uh, the TV show likes it in 4K. Uh, Roku likes it in 4K. And if I'm going to be able to stream this on any other platforms, they all require a minimum of 4K. That is a thing. And a lot of these people have gone out there and they've done things like, you know, going out in 780 and all this other stuff. And I work with other networks and stuff that are doing that. <laughs> You can't plug a lamp into a lamp there. That's it, Ken. Good job. Um, so the problem is, is that, you know, if I'm wanting to to look at Elon Musk, it's like, well, I got the Starlink, but I was hoping I was going to get freedom. And But the freedom is really almost, it's really the same cost of what I've got right now. So why would I change services when I know that's a hard line as opposed to a satellite, which can be affected by weather? 
Now, I haven't really tried to work, you know, a, a streaming live on the satellite during heavy weather, but it has a heater for the snow and it has all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And it, it actually, it's constantly changing its pitch to, to match to the satellites. So there's some benefits to it. I could see there's things there. But anyway, but Elon Musk and his thing with this electric car thing is really, we've got to quit trying to promote a guy. I don't know. I like, you know, oh, Twitter's so great. I get it. Twitter's great. I don't have a problem with it. You know, I don't think, I don't, still don't like Twitter. And I know that he is tying Twitter back into his X corporation that he had actually had uh, created back a long time ago. We talked about this, remember, X.com. I mean, he's only just really, he's only just played his hand to where he got everything he wanted when others told him he couldn't have it. So, anyway. And I don't want to poke fingers too far either in that direction. I mean, I know I get a, a fairly decent response from uh, Twitter nowadays where I had in the past. And thank you guys for going over to Twitter and liking the show over there as well and following. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, what did he really change? Uh, he brought... Jones back. I mean, there's some, there is some fluidity to things. I get it. There's, it's actually a little bit cleaner, but there is a awful lot of commercials. And, um, I just don't know if we all are getting what it is we thought we were getting with him. If, if everything's supposed to be out there and free and flowing and all these other things, I, I don't know if I'm really feeling that with him. So, again, be careful what we wish for when we think of those people. Let me go back. I know we, we, I started to talk a little bit about a um, – oh, this, this, you guys want to hear what Zelensky – we got a 32-second clip here of Zelensky. You want to watch it real quick? I'm sure it's very insightful. And uh, let me see if I can get that for you guys real quick here. All right. Uh, there we go. Let's see what OZ has to say. Thank you, thank you. As I told General Austin, I have come here for a re-up of cash. I brought the coke, uh, I brought the hookers, uh, I brought the kickbacks. Now, where is my money? Uh, I need it to buy another yacht. I mean, this is uh, hilarious. fund the war to fight against democracy. Delete the yacht part. I have dirt on all Washington politicians. This is Don and Jr. I will release <laughs> unless I get my money. Do you want uh, your sons and it. daughters sent to the war? Thank you, thank you. As I told General that Austin, is great. I have come. That is awesome. I love it. Oh, it's so good. You know, we got to have a little humor about this stuff once in a while, guys. You know, the, the problem with this is, is that we can't have the honest conversation. I mean, that would be really what he's saying. But why is Zelensky back in America again? This is all this guy is doing is hopping around in his olive green jumps or sweat pullover sweatshirt and his army, his paintball pants. And I don't know. I've never seen anyway. Whatever we're watching is obviously some really crappy um, wardrobe. I mean, come on. Let's get the guy some, you know, some real BDUs there. Let's get him some. Let's get him some camo, right? I mean, he's got to look the part. I mean, Fidel Castro did better than that. Jeez. Anyway, this is the. I, I just don't think we realize that how much we get played, and that that would be the most honest thing I think I've ever heard of a politician. And yet we know this guy was a porn actor. We know he was a comedian, and now he's running 
Ukraine, which we're in there spending hundreds of billions of dollars, and he's back out here rattling the cup again, asking for some a few more. And this is where suddenly we're going to find out that um, we're going to find out that the president has another slush fund amount, and he's going to be able to slush it over to Ukraine again. You guys remember that, right? Just a few months ago that there's a discretionary fund of a few hundred million dollars that oh, Biden got to drop over there. But then there was these billions that were built into all these other things with the Israel money. But oh, wait, Israel is a country who makes money. They're very profitable at what they do because they're the extortionists. They have been that for eons. Um, but we're giving them billions? Why are we giving them billions? Are we, or is it to pay them off to keep uh, keep it quiet about what we're really doing? You know, we had to find a way to slide that billion over there. $40 billion or $10 billion, $20 billion. I don't know. How about $1 billion? But this is what we do, right? We keep chasing these numbers and we keep wondering why we got here. Israel is a... Is a observation country they don't really do anything other but espionage going in and learning as much as they can and then selling that information to the highest bidder and it's what they do for a business i'm not going to fault them for that why would i say hey stop doing what you're really good at and i get that it's worked for them for a long time but why do we have to go in there and pay them off why do we have to do that so this is, again, a problem why we have to continue to go back to this over and over again. Um, <clears throat> let me move on to, let me look this, let me put this on the screen here. And uh, this name of this com company uh, is actually kind of terrifying to me. And I don't, and I don't want to use that as in a, like I'm just being metaphorical. I, I mean that as in complete literal. It's actually just so self-describing what this is. And I'm gonna put in here so you guys can see. This is the website. Eliminate crime in your community. Okay. Now this is to solve and eliminate crime. You need evidence. Protect your community, business, or school 24-7 with coverage that never sleeps. Empower your law enforcement agencies to solve crimes faster with Flock's citywide safety platform. Uh, book a demo. And here we are. It's like uh, our organized Real uh, retail crime, parking lot safety, school safety. Uh, these are all very important. Neighborhood safety, a better way to gather evidence. Think about that. Better way to, uh, to gather evidence. Protect. Protect. Would you stop with this? What is this? What is the biggest challenge? Just oh, get me out of there. There we go. Okay, here we go. So protect your neighborhood and everyone in it. 
Yeah, everyone in it. Book a demo. See, you got the little white kid and the, or the little, well, he's he's a black man with a black kid. I guess I mischaracterized that. I shouldn't have said that. I'm looking at a small screen here. Uh, 24-7 protection, whether it's vandalism, theft, or other suspicious activity, Flock Safety's technology can quickly and objectively identify a suspect's vehicle. By the way, this is giving over your license plate information and your personal data to a private company. And then that private company then disseminates, disseminates that information to contracted communities and organizations. So what they're doing here is they're saying that if you do all these things, you can eliminate crime in your community with these cameras. Guys, I think we're in for a problem here. Why? Well, I stopped to talk to one of their techs today, and he says he's been doing this across the country for a long time, and I didn't ask him very... I didn't ask him. I tried not to pry too hard. I didn't want to act like I was you know, getting in his business. But I've, I audio I audio recorded it. I, I just said, hey, you know, what what are you doing? How are you doing this? And he says, well, these, we've, we've talked it out a little bit. So they're cell phones uh, with the camera on it. The solar panel keeps the cell phone battery charged. Now, the information that they're gathering is... Right there at uh, the street level, right, and it's going to take a photo, scan your driver or your license plate, and then to collect that data, give a timestamp of why you were you were there at what time. Take a photo of your vehicle and store it. Now you know we're all in the in the business of selling data, right? And that's what that that's what Google's done, that's what Facebook has done. That's what all this is about. And so what I'm trying to point out to you is that these people are going to begin collecting real-time data na- nationwide about your driving habits. You don't think they can't match your drive your license plate up into a little file? And then that little file starts connecting dots about what your driving patterns are. And that sometimes your driving patterns seem to get you between point A and point B faster than 40 miles an hour. Or the fact that you spend an awful lot of time in congested areas. Guys, they've been doing this for almost 20 years in England. You know, when they do this little taxation thing for coming into different zones during the day. It's been going on for at least 20 years that I know of. In England, I know that personally because I saw them there. And the problem with this is, is that I don't think you realize that they normalize it over there. But they're also going around and they're so tired of the extra taxation and this arbitrary stuff that just seems to come up on people's bills. That they're cutting these down. They call them blade runners. And they're tired of it. Do you think we're going to get okay with it? Or are you okay with boiling a frog just a little at a time? So my problem with this is, is as we go around and we think about what we're doing here, and we keep looking past the surveillance in our 
laptops or our tablets or our cell phones or our internet cameras. We think they keep looking past the, the user's agreement that keeps selling our data and selling everything out to everybody else. I mean, we, we're just okay with that, right? Well, here's another data collection company that's going to now, they're going to be able to track like what they assume your driving distances are per year. Who in here, who in this show, who on earth likes toll roads? Who thinks that they're worth it? When have you gotten on a toll road? Now, I, I can't say the Kansas Turnpike was an amazing uh, road for a long time because it was a privately held road. It was private money. It was a private corporation running a highway, and it was profitable. And they, the road was like glass. There were no seams. There were no imperfections. If they had any blemishes, they, they repaved the whole area. <coughs> and for decades... They were able to run that thing profitably, but then just uh, through the wisdom of the legislature, we went ahead and commingled the money from KDOT and the Turnpike. And though it used to be under a Kansas corporation and privately held, and it was a contract with the state, we went ahead and reached through that contract, and then we assumed the Turnpike Authority. And then they just went in there and, and commingled that money because it feels so good. Mm, yeah. But now that same entity that doesn't know how to manage any of the other roads in the state of Kansas is now going to manage the only road that was the amazing road in the state of Kansas. How do you think that's going to go, partner? See, my point is here is, guys, we have a, a situation where we are accepting that it's okay for HOAs for Simon Mall properties, because Ehrt Town East Mall, which is a Simon Mall property, which is one of the largest uh, mall management companies in America, well, they're at every entrance at the mall. So when if you've got a failure to appear or you've got a tag that's expired or just whatever it is the cops want to pick off the data that day for, they can go into Simon Properties' camera system without a warrant because Simon's is going to give them permission and access to it because they don't care. Because they'd rather make sure that you, you are following the rules, following the laws, and if there's anything in your you know little background or anything that they need to do to talk to you, well, they're going to be a part of that solution. It's that public-private stuff. See, if I give you access to all that, which to all PD, well, then won't you throw a couple officers in the mall so I don't have to worry about hiring security so I can save money? Oops. See, the problem with it is that you don't think we quite understand that this is really how a lot of this gets. It just become, it's, it's a matter of laziness. We don't want to have our family units. We don't want to have fathers in the homes. We don't want to have any kind of continuity in, in the hierarchy of how society really works with a male-dominant role. Sorry, it doesn't work that way where we all get to kumbaya. And the problem is, guys, it doesn't mean that every man is an ultimate alpha male or sigma male either. But the problem with it is is that we, we don't even get to have that conversation because we just 
that pile all men in the same the same bucket. Too many times we have elected people or put people in position only because it's their turn, not because they're good leaders. And as a man who's watched it in male organizations and social groups, I watched it happen over and over again. It was a disgusting, it was this disgusting pattern because it makes no sense. It's not useful. It's very self-destructive. It doesn't cause unity. It doesn't cause strength in the organization. It tears it apart. I saw it in social groups. I saw it in, in different community activities and organizations. I saw it in churches. You think it doesn't happen in the home? You think the home is, is uh, oh, no, it's not a problem there. The problem is, is we got to quit going around and making uh, assumptions that every little thing that comes to our head is, is the gospel. That just because it poofed into my, in my head, I get to complain about it. I get to say, ugh, I'm so disgusted. Why? There's a lot of things in my life that I had, you know, grown accustomed to not being around. And I've had to change those things in myself. I have to look at things differently. And I, and I have learned that there are things out there that I do, I do enjoy, but I don't seek it out. But at one time, I avoided them. We have to think of ourselves as continually growing and constantly evolving in our own mind. And not involving in the way that, oh, I'm going to paint my hair pink or something. You know, no, that's not the point. What I'm saying is when you're evolving, when you're getting there, you're having a greater understanding of who you are and what you are. And so when you see the things around you and you see that there's something wrong, you, you notice them faster and you get to the problem quicker and you are different because of that. And if we were just to be able to put some effort back into the home, the family unit, and we showed people at the family unit that that's when you put effort into those things, it makes you greater, makes everybody greater. What happens that when that spills into society and then into business? Now, what I see in this here is I see this getting out of hand. I can see this going way the wrong way where we have privatized police who have the ability to shoot to kill because we keep deferring it away from people who really didn't care where they shoot or killed you because they had a, a immunity, but then we're going to give these corporations immunity. What happened to self-reliance? What happened to the fact that I am able to make decisions without your permission? Guys, we are building this cage in an amazing and, I mean, I don't know, fail-proof way? We're, we're building this cage so tight and so, you know, so, so unbelievably strong. I don't know, how do we get out of this? How do we find freedom on the other side of these bars that we've put up for ourselves, that we've allowed for ourselves? I mean, it's, this is a real problem for us. When you think about what we have done and the things that we've allowed, since, especially since 9-11, guys, that's been 30-some years ago. Just, just a quick reminder. Yeah, my 30, uh, 
35th, uh, is it 35th? 35th uh, high school reunion should be coming up. I guess if you do them by fives, I don't know. Do we do them by fives or by tens? I never really got that. There was never really rules laid out for that, and it's really very inconsistent, and it only seems to be the same 12 people. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't have a very big graduating class. We only had 100. I think we had 100, 100 or 102, something like that. And I was dead last. I came in there pulling out the tail. Um, <clears throat> but when we build these cages like this, when we, we continue to, to put ourselves in this situation, I just wonder if, if they are just, they're just so good at getting us wound up about things that we're showing them how to trap us. Hey, Rebecca Wells, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. I mean, we're, we're telling them how to manage us. We're telling them how to get into our brain. We're telling them how we want to be you know, manhandled and we want to be pushed around. We're telling our pimps how we like to get beat. Take some more from us. We'll adapt. Take some more from us. We'll adapt. Take some more from us. We'll adapt. I don't think there's anything left. The sad part of this, guys, I don't know how many times I got to keep saying something and then watch it come true. I watch things come true that I talk about over and over again. I watch these things happen right in front of my face, and I'm like, look, guys, and then it does, and it's going that direction. Now, I think that we, through our own residence, through our own ability to talk about things and get them out loud and start pushing back against it, I think we do change the trajectory quite, quite often. But we're still going in the wrong direction. We got to be pushing back in a way that turns this completely around and puts us on a different path and not towards tyranny light. And why do we default that at as a human race, a human being? Some societies seem to fall into it faster and others seem to fall into it slower. But it seems to be a progressive a progressive rate. Now, I don't know if those stories that they've told us in the past are all accurate at this point in which the timelines really do fit because right now I have a real hard time with a lot of the things they've told us and I don't think that they fit in the sequence in which they've given to us. I think a lot of things have happened. I think they've cheated a little bit here and there on the, on the history. I say a little bit, I mean a lot. But then again, what are we supposed to do, right? I mean, I, I don't have the, the definitive answers on a lot of these things, but I can point out that what they're saying isn't accurate, so let's hope that that creates a dialogue that we can get to a better, we can get to a better understanding. We can get there and be better. And I don't think that's too much to really ask. I don't think that's a big ask to say, oh, you know, I need, I'd like everybody to be better. But this is how we got to think of things differently. This is how we start that conversation. If I can talk to you about it, we could talk about it, we think, start thinking about things differently, things start coming along, then all of a sudden, look, we are creating a better us. 
there's some studies out there, and I and I and I got to look into this a little bit more. And I, I'm just this is me just touching my toe in the water, so to speak. That one individual, one person who actually finds himself in harmony, right, creating harmony within himself, can affect tens of millions of people in a positive way as if it was them doing it. I, I want you to listen to that for a second there. I want you to listen to what I was saying. If one of us can get ourselves to the point where we actually are in harmony, like true, just, just working it, right? Working in that frequency of healing, cell regeneration, whichever, whatever it is. You can affect tens of millions of people because we are so interconnected. So please understand that this is really bigger than you. This has more to do with you than you you want it to. I get it. I wasn't, this is not what I signed up for, man. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy or girl. I don't want to get involved. Oh, it's not my thing. I'm not into, oh, I don't want to do the hippy dippy stuff. Okay. But how about working on you? And if you work on you, then how much better can it get? How much more amazing could it be? And somehow you just accidentally find yourself working into a point where your, fre your frequency is in the right place. And we've talked about how we're energy. We've talked about this in real time. I don't know why we get so confused when it really comes to practicing it. There's a lot of us out there that can be doing a lot more, and I'm, I'm including myself in there, uh, could be doing a lot more for us. We could be doing a lot of different things. But see, when we think about it in that way, we have to actually put forth the effort. We have to put forth the effort. And you got, and, and guys, did you think that somehow that this was, were you guys sold on the idea that you were going to be able to sit in a hammock on a, in, a, in the woods or in a countryside or on a beach or, and you just lived out your life just sitting there? The problem with that is that becomes, your, that becomes who you are and it becomes your job. So as much as we think about things that we have to do, those things that we have to do make the rest of it actually worth living. So if you go out and you cord up wood and you're, you're chopping wood and you're doing all these different things, get that done. Put that exercise in. Put that time in. That's good. That's going to make you stronger and better. And then that way, when you're enjoying the time by the fire and your muscles are a little sore, that heat heals them. But without gravity, without pushback, without effort, we are nothing but a big pile of nothing. But because there's gravity, because the negative and the positive par uh, charge that we live in keeps us here to the earth in the way that you actually understand gravity, it's not, it's not the size, it's actually the polarity. 
But that creates your bone structure. It creates who you are. Creates how your skin sags, right, ladies? Right? Do the, the you know, gotta worry about the the lifting and the tucking and all that stuff. See, gravity, it sucks. It pulls you down. It makes you struggle. And without gravity, you're nothing. So at the same time, if we learn that we needed to have a certain amount of pushback in our life to be able to create a better us, you have to have those 99 failures for that one success because there are, there are successes in all the failures. But then you've got to work at that, right? You've got to adapt and change and create the discernment in your heart. Guys, we've got a business out there that's making a lot of money. And in all these municipalities, HOAs, parking lots, parking garages, they're all running your tags and have access to your, your vehicle data. And they're doing this in real time and, and then collecting that data in locations. Is that the world you want to live in? Because it's already here. And when I ask you guys to put forth effort and I ask you guys to go out and do certain things, it's not because I'm just trying to get you guys to, you know, run around like a bunch of idiots and look stupid doing it. I'm, I'm saying we need to do these things because it's necessary for all of us. We all got to get on an oar. We all got to row our part. Some people's oars are bigger. Some are smaller. And that's Okay. But again, maybe you can move up to a bigger ore if you put forth the effort on the little ore. I don't know. And sometimes people on the big ores, sometimes people are doing the biggest work, get tired and need someone to help. Needed to replace them once in a while. Put the time in as well. But see, we got to have that conversation because I've got a company here and then these, these things are everywhere. I've, I have seen them across the country. And I think I've said this before on the show. These cameras are everywhere, and they're no, they're, they're no joke. They're real. They are really collecting it in cell phone data. By the way, let me give you one more thing. You have a company who's using a cell phone signal to process your information in real-time data. Let's see. Um, information goes through the air. Boy, I sure hope nobody's in the way out there catching that or receiving that. Oh, wait, it's going to go to this protected circuit on this cell tower. Oh, it's super sci-fi, Wi-Fi cool, right? Oh, I'm just going to throw it here on this internet, and I'm going to let that internet take it across and then to our processing center, and then it's going to go back out to the individual who needs the data after we've sifted through it. That's all very secure. No, I get it. There's the ability to do most of anything you want. But if it wasn't valuable, you wouldn't be collecting it. And if it wasn't valuable, you wouldn't need to protect it. And honestly, if you let it slip out, you let it leak out to other agencies or other people or nefarious for whatever they want to do, what's the penalty to you? Decades later, someone might call you out for it. Someone might try to do a class action Someone might want to push around on you, but you're in with the good old boys, right? You're in with the police departments, man. You're in with the city municipal, city council, and the county commissioners. Oh, you're in with the feds. Cool, man. You're in with Walmart and Simon Properties. Oh, man. You think they're going to let you go down? 
You're one of them. And so that's where we have to ask ourselves, this guy's, these guys, and I, there's two guys that started the company. The guy was told all about the story. The reason they did it is because they had become wealthy and they had their car sitting in downtown Atlanta and they went to go eat dinner and they came out and their car was gone. And the cop says, well, you know, file your claim. Go buy your new car. He's like, what? He's like, it's gone. He's like, it shouldn't be that way. He's like, well, there's no way of tracking it. There's no way of, you know, knowing where it is. I mean, we don't, unless we stumble across it or whatever, you know, we won't know, but we'll put a, you know, we'll, we'll put an APB out on it. We'll, we'll watch for it. But the problem is, is that it's just too easy for the insurance company to write a check, right? So, no, these guys went out and devised this system because they were butthurt that their car got stolen. Okay, so now they're making tons of money on your dollar. Your dollar. Your dollars are paying for this, by the way. Your dollars, this is not like the Fed Reserve gave this away in a grant to somebody. By the way, that would be us. These guys are using your municipal money, your county money, your states and federal money to go around and surveil you. Collect that data, then sell it back, and including HOAs, including parking lot uh, supervisors. Do you realize that the guy that has a parking lot gets one of these systems? They get access to your crap? Oh, it's only, no, no, it's tied to the police department. The police department always access. Oh, blah, blah, blah. come on. Guys, this is what I used to do. I did it for a long time. I know this technology. And I'm going to let you know right now, your speeding ticket will be in the mail. Your lane change without a blinker will be in the mail. Your following too close will be in the mail. Your toll will be in the mail. So we guys running around talking about how you guys have all your freedoms and you can go do what you want to do and how you want to do it. Do you? Do you have freedoms? Do you have liberties? Do you have the ability to travel freely across your country without impediment? 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 Yeah. Being impeded? Do you have the ability to drive at whatever speed, fast, slow, and do as you will? See, it was always about that first stop sign, right? Once you get the first stop sign, now you got government involved. And now what do you got? License plate surveillance, speeding tickets in the mail. It's coming, guys. I'm not imagining this. It's already here. This company is doing this. They're trying to go global with this. A global network of cameras that are constantly surveilling certain objects. Hello, if they can do it to a license plate, can't they do it to your face? It's the same technology in your iPhone when the little square goes on everybody's faces in the picture. Your phone does it in a second without prompting. It's about your safety, folks. It's about you making sure that you're as safe as possible. Is life really about safety? Is life really without taking risks? Is life really worth living if you have not actually gone out there and kind of put your toe in the water and kind of just look over the abyss and say, 
I'm going to go for it. I'm going to evil Knievel right over the top of the uh, Grand Canyon. I'm going to take that jump. I'm going to be that guy. Are you able to do that? Are, that's, are you willing to be able and willing to say, you know what, I don't need a safety net. I don't need unemployment. I don't need government handout. I just need my freedom. What would it look like? What would you look like if you had freedom? To actually go out there and be amazing without anybody screwing with you on the daily. See, this is what we have to go against right here. This is the what we have to push back against. Because freedoms and liberties come from your creator. Your God-given and able rights, a God who gives you breath, that's where you bring your, draw your power from. You never asked a man to live. Because if you have to ask a man to live, he'll tell you when you die. Right? You can only live as long as he wants you alive. Your creator who gave you breath and who gave you life. Think about the math in which you're living under. Who is your God? And who do you give your first fruits to in that W-2 paycheck? You get that paycheck. Doesn't the government get their taste first? Doesn't your pimp get his money off the top first? And then every time you spend money again, that your pimp keeps taking a little more, a little more, a little more. 7 8% for sales tax, luxury tax, gasoline tax at 50 60%. Don't worry about that. All right, guys. Well, that's about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com. We are, we are absolutely excited about what's going on. We have a lot of you guys signing up. This has been good. If you want to use promo code PRICE to get your subscription, you can put them there as well. That way we can track, see who's good, uh, who's selling what, what's going on out there. But guys, listen, my daily naturals, get your basic cell function package, get it in your hands. Because guys, you've got to beat them at this. And there's nothing in the basic cell function package that you have in your diet right now. You are absolutely being drained of everything that, that my daily naturals basic cell function package gives you. Everything you are trying to put back in your body, they are sucking it out of you on the daily. And if you don't try to get that back in plus a little extra, you're always going to be in dis-ease. And that's why they want you there is because when you're in dis-ease, you're not happy, you're not functioning, you're not vibrating, you're not resonating, you're in disharmony. So quit putting the glyphosate, leafy stuff in your body. Quit putting things in your body that's actually toxic to human beings. Most leafy greens, I'm going to say most, I'm saying absolutely all leafy greens are absolutely toxic to the human body. They create inflammation. They do not give you a diet. Uh, green stuff actually has a lot of chemicals in it, but they also have chemicals they produce in themselves as defenses against things eating it. That's why we can't handle it. We're not built to eat those things. We're built to eat the things that eat those things. Now, vegetables and your fruits are completely different. A lot of things that we consider to be a vegetable are actually a fruit. And so think of them that way, guys. All right, MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com. Also, I'm working on my shipment of copper cups, vessels, and other things to be able to sell to you guys so you guys can have a water vessel to go with you throughout the day with a lid on it. You have your cup and your pitcher that you can have on the counter and create fermented water that you can actually have structured water in your daily diet every single day, healing you from the inside out because screw them, right? I'm not anti-government. I am anti-big government, and we've got a lot of extra right now. A 
All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. The world will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. You don't give up. You don't give in. We will win. I promise. Don't make promise. I can't keep. Guys, you've always been the answer out there. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never, ever limits you. It has been great seeing you guys. Janet, Lindsay, uh, John Kennedy, Ken, uh, uh, Leanne was out there as well. Sherry, guys, thank you so much for being here and being a part of the show. It's great to see you guys. Remember, donate to the show as often as possible. I got to make a trip this weekend to do some stuff from networking uh, at the Turning Point USA event in Phoenix. I'll be leaving Thursday midday, so I will not be doing a show on Thursday tomorrow. I'll be doing a show tomorrow, and I will not be back until next Wednesday. Uh, just the way this Turning Point thing is, it's Sunday Monday and Tuesday, so uh, I apologize for that. Uh, I did not realize it was over that over the during the week. I thought it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. Anyway, uh, it is what it is. So I'm going to go out there and be a part of that. But I have other meetings as well. I want to be a part of those and uh, Q, you know, Q streaming and those things. Have been, we've been talking to those guys, and hopefully we can all work out something for a better future forward. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for what we're doing out there. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys have a good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye bye.